Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to season three of the Good Day Podcast. I wish I had one of those, you know, the audio clip of like the audience cheering and clapping. I wish I could play that right now, but I'm not that tech savvy, so we'll just have to imagine it. (laughs) But you guys, it's season three. Holy smokes, I am so sorry, first of all, because my intention was for season three to kick off in mid to late February. That was my goal. That's what I said would happen after season two wrapped up in December. And here we are at the end of March, and I'm just now getting around to it. So I apologize for that, but better late than never, right? That's my motto in life. Um, It just has taken me a while to... Well, there's been a couple of reasons, if you want to be honest, and we'll just jump into like a little life update here uh, before we kick things off. But it's just, I feel like the new year kind of started rough for me, if I'm being completely honest and transparent with you guys. Um, but January just didn't have the usual chutzpah to it. You know what I mean? Like, I usually love January. I usually get so much motivation and like this burst of energy, like, all right, it's a new year, new goals, you know, new things I want to do. And that just didn't happen for me this year. January and February both, just being honest, I just felt tired, unmotivated, a little bit blah. I feel like with my life, there was so many things going on behind the scenes that just personal life things that were just sucking my energy I actually shared one of those things over on Instagram stories um, in February actually it was late January I believe I had a swollen lymph node under my right like my right underarm area and I didn't think too much of it at first, like I wasn't too concerned, but it just wouldn't go away. So two, two and a half weeks in, Matt's like, you know what, you should just let your doctor know that you have this swollen lymph node and just get it checked out. So I'm like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. So I scheduled an appointment. I went into my OB. She checks it out and was pretty concerned, like right out of the gate, which of course, of course, made me feel very concerned and kind of took my, you know, my worry about it to the next level. And she's like, oh yeah, you definitely need to get that checked out. I don't like to mess around with these kinds of things, which I totally appreciate. Like, obviously, I would much rather be safe than sorry. I would much rather get something looked at, then brush it off. But you know what I mean? Being of anxious mind like I am, her reaction kind of took my concern to the next level. And so she recommended that I get a mammogram. And I've never had one. I will be 37 this summer. So it's been on my mind that I should maybe do that and um, go ahead and, and get that checked out. So anyway, I went ahead and got the mammogram. The waiting period was just cruel. I mean, it was just your mind starts running, you know, with all these what ifs, all these worst case scenarios. I wish that's how my mind didn't work, but unfortunately it is. And I was just trying to trust God. I was trying to stay focused and in prayer and stay as positive as I possibly could. But it's just one of those things, you know, you just want to know. You want to know what's going on. Meanwhile, I'm icing this lymph node. I'm doing a heating pad on it. Like I'm doing everything I can possibly think of to try to get the swelling in my lymph node to go down. And it just would not go down. And so all this is going on in February. I'm trying to stay 
focused on work and be positive and upbeat but it just kind of hung over my head I wear my emotions on my sleeve and so it was tough for me to even like show up on Instagram and do the normal things and so um, long story short I, I went and got my mammogram and got an ultrasound actually on the lymph node area and it turned out to be like everything was fine praise the lord everything was fine they said it was like a vascular thing causing that to be swollen which I guess is like totally normal there was no concerns whatsoever the mammogram was totally clear like I cried and cried like a baby when I got in the car afterwards Matt actually went with me and Aves too the other kids were in school and I just cried and cried when I got in the car and had that good news uh, because really I just was preparing myself for the worst and didn't know what was to come and it was just a weird couple weeks where on top of that other stuff was going on um, that I never really shared, you know, nothing huge and major, but it just, it was just a rough start to the year. It was just not the usual peppy energized version of Sarah. I just felt, like I said, on top of everything else going on, I just felt blah and a little bit unmotivated and uncertain of, you know, do you ever go through those periods where you're just like, what am I even doing? with my life really what am I even doing with my life right now in this season of life and you just kind of have you know those those times and that's kind of how the year started for me um obviously it was such an answer to prayer and such a huge relief to get the good rapport and to know that the swollen lymph node was actually nothing uh, and I was just so grateful because I know not obviously not everyone is fortunate enough to get that good news. And so that helped tremendously. And I feel like after that point, I could kind of get back to my normal self, my normal energy. And I've just have felt so much better since then. Um, but with work and everything else going on, I just I haven't prioritized the podcast. And to be honest with you guys, there was a point in time where I'm like, should I even be doing the podcast? Like where... You know what I did, and I'll go ahead and share this because I think it could be helpful for some of you. If you are in that period of time in your life where you're like, what am I even doing? <laughs> you know, why am I doing what I'm doing? Where am I at in my life? Uh, you know, kind of refocusing on how you're spending your time and what your priorities are and things like that. I made a very simple little chart, uh, just two sides to this chart. One side is what brings me the most fulfillment and the most joy, and the most um, purpose, I guess you could say, versus how I'm spending my time. Like what areas of life am I spending my most time doing? You know, primarily related to work. How am I spending my time with work versus like what things are bringing me the most fulfillment? And it's a pretty basic chart. You know, you don't even really have to write it out if you don't want to. I like to write things out. It helps me to just, I don't know, get my thoughts out of my head. But comparing those two sides, you know, what brings me the most, most fulfillment and most purpose and most joy versus how I'm spending my time, those two sides are, are very different. They were for me. And I realized of all the things I do that are work-related, the podcast is one that brings me the most purpose, the most fulfillment, the most joy. Uh, but that's not to say that it's it's easy. It definitely is a huge 
it, it takes a ton of time to do the podcast. <laughs> It'd be mostly because of me, you know, user error. I'm not the most tech savvy. I had numerous times over the last two seasons where I would record an entire episode and then go to edit it and the episode would be gone or different glitches and things that cause just headache after headache. So that doesn't mean that because it brings me the most fulfillment, it was the easiest. But the podcast is very high on my list as far as what I do that I feel like actually makes an impact and actually is a place where I can share my heart and talk about more things that matter other than just the latest Target decor find. And I'm not throwing any shade to that because I enjoy doing that, but there's more to me than just that, if that makes sense. There's more to me than just you know, talking about the latest and greatest Amazon find, you know, I want to have an impact with what I do. And I feel like the podcast is the best place for that. And I am so grateful for this little podcast community that is here, all of you that are listening and that have been asking me where the podcast is and that care about this and find value in it. That means so much to me. And when I compared those two things, you know, what brings me the most fulfillment versus where I'm spending my time, it was very clear to me that this podcast is really a gift and it's a blessing to me. And I hope it's something that adds value to your day as well in a different way than what I do over on Instagram, because I don't open up on Instagram like I do here. And that's something that's really special to me because I do feel like by sharing what I've shared in this podcast so far and the different episodes I've done, you know, it just it means more to me than, than an outfit or decor or rearranging a room or whatever. And I still, I, you know, it's hard to describe that, I guess, in a way where I hope it makes sense because I do enjoy those things and those things are fun and that's my job, which is so bizarre and still so crazy to even think that like God has me in a position where like that's my job and that's how I make money and how I provide for my family and how I fill my days. Like that's, you know, what I do for work. Um, so blessed and so lucky to do that. But sometimes, sometimes just I'm going to be completely honest with you. Sometimes it can feel so focused on materialistic things and that's not my heart. That's not, that's not who I am. That's not the message I want to get across. You know, that's not the focus that I want to share day in and day out. Like, Hey, you have to buy this from Amazon or buy that from Walmart or Target or whatever it may be. That's, fun and that's something I enjoy and then it's great to be able to give people new ideas for how to you know decorate a room or how to style an outfit that only costs 50 bucks or whatever like I love that but there's so much more to me than just that I hope that makes sense and so when I was kind of going through this phase of what the heck am I even doing with my life <laughs> and just kind of like trying to prioritize like where I'm at and what brings me joy and things like that. Like I realize this podcast holds a really special place in my heart. And so I definitely want to continue doing it. And I, you know, I'm not going to set any specific like goals for this, which might sound weird, but I just want to share my heart and I just want to be able to ramble to you guys and to talk and to share things that I'm learning 
things that God's teaching me, things that are on my heart, things that I'm working through personally because I am so far from perfect, like so far from perfect. I have so much room for improvement and I want to be able to share those things with you guys. And so that's that's why I'm here. And that's really the focus of season three is to just continue talking about things that matter to me and hopefully be able to share a few things along the way that inspire you or help you in some way or motivate you. I don't know, whatever it may be, bring you closer to God in some way, shape or form. I don't know, but I just, I feel a purpose here and and I'm very lucky to have that. Um, So yeah, so that's kind of in a really random nutshell. You guys know I don't have notes for these episodes, still just winging it primarily. I have a few little bullet points and things I want to mention, but I'm not reading from a script here, which is probably um, very obvious. But anyway, I wanted to to spend episode one of season three here chatting through the curse of the next big thing. When I was thinking about different topics I wanted to talk about here on the podcast in season three, this issue of discontentment kept coming up for me. And I think that's something I've wrestled with a lot in the last year or two. Uh, this idea of being content, finding contentment with where God has you. And there's this pressure in what I do. And and I'm sure whatever stage of life you're in right now, you may feel this too, but there's this constant pressure in our society to do the next big thing. What is your next big thing? You know what I mean? Like, whatever it may be. Is it changing jobs to get a promotion? Is it moving? Is it starting something brand new? Is it, there's always like this, and I think, I think with January too, and the beginning of the year in general, like, new year, new me, you know? Like, what new things can I go after? And while I love that. And I'm all about going after your dreams, chasing your dreams, doing big things with the life God has given you. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm all about that. But I do think there is something to be said for this, this constant pressure, this constant desire to do the next big thing. And it's a curse almost because it completely takes away your ability to be present and focused on what you do have because your mind is constantly running to, okay, what's my next thing? What's my next move? What's my next this? You know, where do I want to be in six months? Whatever it may be. And I don't know if that's amplified because in my life because of what I do. Like my job being what it is on social media, sharing my life, uh, you know, just doing what I do, being in the space that I'm in, I feel like I may be exposed more to people that are also doing the same thing, other bloggers that are always doing like the next big exciting thing, you know, like they're always going on some huge trip or they're starting some new business or you see people having these huge collabs. There's always like so many big, shiny, exciting things going on and it can be such a slippery slope. And it's, I wish like I could talk with you guys right now and it wasn't just me sitting here by myself talking about this because I find it to be such an interesting conversation. Like how do you find the balance between being content in your life and happy with what you have and where you're at and what you're doing and whatever season of life that may be versus reaching for the next thing or working towards the next thing and focused on that next thing, like your next big thing, what is it? And what I have found in my life and in my experience in these last few years, I often 
don't find like getting to that next big thing or having that big thing I wanted to happen is nearly as fulfilling as I thought it would be. Does that make sense? Like you set this goal for yourself. Like for me, just being honest with you guys, I had this goal in my mind. I wanted to hit 500,000 followers. I thought, okay, if I can do that, like I worked towards that for years. If I can do that, holy cannoli, that's going to be the coolest thing ever. And last year, I really kicked it into high gear with my content, with the work I was putting in. And I'm proud of that. I'm super proud of that because I worked my butt off to get to that that point. And I hit 500,000 followers, half a million followers. I was like, this is amazing. This is so cool. Like it was such an exciting day when it happened. And that felt good. But you know what the sad thing about that is? (laughs) This is maybe, I know I can't be alone in this, but for me, it only took a couple of days of celebrating that before I was like, okay, what's the next thing? What, what's the next goal? What, what's the next thing I have to hit? Where am I going to work towards now? Like, what is the goal now that I hit 500,000? And that is what kind of raises some red flags for me is like when you hit that thing that you worked so hard for, it's really oftentimes not as fulfilling as you thought it would be, or you enjoy it and you celebrate it for a little bit and then you're on to the next thing. And again, like it's such a slippery slope to walk and to even talk about this without maybe saying the wrong thing, because I think it's so important to work for those goals. But when you're working towards them without being present or focused on what you have, I think that's when it gets unhealthy. You know, I think that's when it gets a little bit dangerous and actually looked up a definition of being discontent, discontentment is defined as a focused energy on dissatisfaction with our circumstances or your life or your possessions or whatever it may be. And what that does is it can lead to you having the spirit of negativity, of complaining, of not living with joy. And I think always being focused on that next big thing just truly leads to discontentment. And I've experienced that myself. And I know many of you probably have as well. And so I think especially with kind of a weird start to the year for me, I've really just tried to focus on like what brings me joy that I have now and how can I focus on those things without constantly reaching for the next big thing. And there's a whole nother topic in here that I might dive into this season, but that's on mediocrity. You know, is it okay to be mediocre in life or do we have to, and I know that sounds terrible and weird, But do you have to always be like the best and the greatest at everything that you do? I think there's some level of satisfaction that comes from just being okay with like knowing, hey, you know what? I did my best. I'm doing my best. And I might not be the biggest or the greatest or number one at everything. And that's okay. I think that all kind of plays into this discussion on being content in life. And I just want to encourage you guys, wherever you are in your season of life, and I know that so many different like age ranges listen to to this podcast, and I'm so grateful for all of you. So I know some of you are like retired, and some of you are more in your 20s, some in your 30s like me, like we're all in different walks of life. But I think the same thing applies for all of us, that really the challenge is finding a level of contentment and a level of joy in your life that is independent of the next big thing, independent of what's my next move, what's my next this, what's my next exciting thing, my next goal I'm going to hit because chasing those things, at least in my experience, is so often not as fulfilling 
as you think it's going to be. Like, you know, that saying, we all know it, the grass is greener on the other side. It's almost like when you get to that other side, you realize like, oh, wait a minute, I'm still not, still not like totally as happy as I thought I would be or as satisfied or whatever. And I just think it's, it's a dangerous and sometimes unhealthy mindset to be in where you're constantly chasing that next thing. And you're constantly searching for it and again this could just be more amplified in my life and in my experience because of what I do and the honest truth is there's a lot of pressure I feel like you know especially with sharing my day in and day out like the truth is my life really isn't that exciting but there can be this pressure where it's like okay what exciting thing am I going to be doing because in a weird way my life is my my content is my life you know, it's just a weird balance with the two. And so I can often feel like I need this new exciting thing to share all the time. And I really want to be intentional about not, not doing that and being okay with just enjoying my life where it is right now. So I hope that kind of makes sense. I have a few things I want to share here, some tips to fight discontentment, some tips that I have come up with that for me personally help me to kind of refocus on being content with where God has me right now in my life that I think could help you as well. So number one, stay present. Stay present. The biggest thing with being discontent in your life is that you're missing out on what you have in your life right now because you're wishing for something else. And I am the queen bee of doing this, especially because I'm always dreaming about living somewhere warmer somewhere without snow. I, I And I hate that about myself, if you want to know the truth. I wish I wasn't that way. I wish I was okay with with cold and with snow and with very little window of summer and nice weather. I wish I was okay with that. Um, but I am realizing that the more I'm longing for that nice weather or for to live somewhere nicer or warm or whatever, I'm just missing out on what's right in front of me, the blessings God's given me right now. And that's so true, I think, when you're just focused on that next big thing or whatever the next thing is for you. Unfortunately, your brain can only focus on so many things at once, at least mine. Anyway, that's how my mind works. So if I'm so focused and absorbed on what's not going well and how I need to change it and this next thing like oh we need to move we need to do this and that you're just missing out you're not present and I was reading a book uh, and I will link it down below it was by Dave Carnegie and I believe the title of it I can't remember off the top of my head it's basically like how to stop worrying and start living I didn't finish it yet but it is so good and I wrote one of the quotes from the book down in my notes on my phone so I could read it and see it from time to time because it's just so good here is a quote I want to read it to you it says one of the most tragic things I know about human nature is that all of us tend to put off living we are all dreaming about some magical rose garden over the horizon instead of enjoying the roses that are blooming outside our windows today how strange is it our little procession of life the child says when I am a big boy then the big boy says when I grow up and then grown up he says when I get married Then the thought changes to when I'm able to retire. And then when retirement finally comes, he looks back over the landscape traversed. A cold wind seems to sweep over it. Somehow he missed it all and it's gone. Life we learn too late is in the living, in the tissue of every day and hour. I mean, how good is that? How good is that to just 
uh, such a good reminder to just stop focusing on the next big thing and start living in this moment you're given right now in this day in this hour I just uh, love that so much I thought it was so powerful and such a good like a slap across the face for lack of a better expression because it's just a, just a wake-up call like how true is that when you get to the end of your life after all of these these moments of saying oh when I get this when I get that that you look back over it and you realized that life is in the living it's in the tissue of every single day and that to me is so inspiring to just be happy with where you are to be present with where you are do the best you can to make the most of each and every day and to stop looking across the horizon for this magical rose garden and you know what's funny random story here but kind of a realization I've had in the last few days, and I'm just going to be honest with you guys, we just got back from Texas, we went for the kids spring break, we went to the San Antonio area, and it was warm while we were there, it was like 70s, some low 80s, um, really warm, comfortable, beautiful weather, but it was gloomy, it was gloomy and rainy, and the first day we got there was really rainy and gloomy, the day we left it was really rainy and gloomy, we had a few patches of sun here and there, but the most most of the time it was gloomy and rainy while we were there and the funny thing about that is I have been to Texas so many times in the last few years and almost every single time I have been there it has been gloomy and rainy now I do go in the spring that's primarily when I have been there so I know that's like rainy time of year but in my mind I always think of Texas as being this like fabulous warm sunny amazing place and while I think it definitely is my experience in Texas has not been that <laughs> it hasn't hasn't been that so it's almost always like a letdown of like oh we came here to be warm and sunny and then it's cold and rainy or it's you know really gloomy the day we left oh my gosh it was so hard to get up and going it was so gloomy and that helped, I feel like that was almost like God telling me like, hey, Sarah, guess what? The grass isn't always greener on the other side and you have to stop imagining that it is. You know what I mean? Like there's good and bad parts of everywhere, of every situation. There's pros and cons to it. And when we got back to Colorado and our plane landed, it was blue sky, sunny, beautiful. <laughs> and I was like, okay, is that God trying to tell me to stop obsessing over like maybe moving to Texas one day is that that's kind of like the way that I took it anyway but that quote from Dale Carnegie is just such such a powerful reminder to stop thinking about the next big thing stop, stop thinking about what's over the horizon and just enjoy the roses that are blooming outside of your window today whatever that looks like for you and on top of that, stop comparing yourself to others. Social media is the worst at this. I have such a love-hate relationship with it because I feel like it does so many good things for us in the world and, and for me personally, what I've been able to do. And it's just the coolest thing ever, right? But then on the flip side of that, it's only human nature to compare yourself to other people. And sometimes that can lead you to wanting things you, you really don't even want, if that makes sense, like to wanting things in your life that would be terrible for you that maybe wouldn't be good for you that you don't even know if you would truly like but because you see somebody else doing it and you think in that moment that looks great like oh then I need to do that I just think comparison is such a dangerous thing and that leads to discontentment I know for me at least it does where I can be having a great day turn on Instagram stories start watching somebody and see what they're doing with their day and I'm like oh man 
I'm such a loser because I'm not doing that. Like that is not healthy. (laughs) That is not a healthy thing. And again, that comes back to me and my mindset and how I think about things because that person's just living their life. But if you can avoid comparing yourself to other people as often as possible, I think you will be far more satisfied with your own life and with doing, especially for me, like I enjoy really simple things. Like I'm kind of a homebody. I like to be home with my kids. I like simple things, but sometimes I go on Instagram or social media in general and I'll see other people traveling or doing these other big things that I think, and then I start to wonder, well, man, why am I not doing that? You know, and it starts to get foggy and kind of muddy in your mind as to what you really want in your own life. Um, the last thing here, last tip is to just trust God and know he has a plan for you. For me, that really trumps everything else. When I trust God and I know he has me where he wants me right now for a reason that really calms my restless spirit in a way and I can refocus on what matters to me, you know, my kids, my family, being the best version of myself that I can be and being present, all these things. Like it just helps calm my spirit when I remember like God has a plan for me, has me where he wants me right now. And sometimes that means being patient, you know, waiting on your turn to come, so to speak, waiting on the right time in your life. Sometimes God is preventing things from happening for you or moving for you or things changing for you because it's not the right time. And I have to remember that and trust God in that. And that really helps settle my feelings of discontentment. Um, So anyway, there's a few little tips, just kind of a, a very rambly discussion on this idea of being content in life. But I hope that some of that made sense for you. And like I said, I think it's great to pursue goals and to chase after things that you love and try to improve yourself or your life circumstance or whatever it may be, but not at the not at the sake of, you know, not being present with where you are and grateful for what you have. So anyway, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Uh, As always, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited for season three. So pumped to just chat with you guys, share my heart and share life with you over these next several weeks as we dive into season three. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I'll chat with you in the next one. Bye.